okay, you okay, you okay, UK. You okay, you okay, you okay, UK. This podcast features advertising outside the UK. What's that? <laughs> what? You said you got something incredible to start with, and that was it. Yeah, did you get it? I don't think. I oh, don't, do you not listen no. to BBC podcasts in the UK, in, in Australia? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh. This is the reason I've never. I've listened to four podcasts in my life. Episodes, not as in a podcast. Episodes. Yeah. What are they? Um, my dad wrote to porno. Four episodes on the drive back mm-hmm. from Byron once because it's a long old drive. Um, and then it, I, I've never even listened properly to the rugby pod, which um, involved in like all of it. Blasphemy, I know, but yeah, you've never even listened to an episode of the show that you created. <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> have you listened to ours? Yeah, I have. Oh, yeah. that's number five. Editing it, <laughs> um, but yeah, I can't do it. I'm a visual learner. How did you find listening back to our episode, first episode? Good question. Um, and what a segue into the rundown. Um, Overall, I think I hate the sound of my own voice, but which is everyone will be like, no, you don't, but I actually do. Um, overall, pretty happy with it. Lovely feedback as well from people. What I did find is we both do a few things. I am a lot. Mm. You famously, <laughs> famously, <laughs> everything. Famously, you famously, famously. <laughs> so maybe we need a little fine. We obviously don't drink and talk. Don't drink and pod. Never drink and no. pod. We don't drink, <laughs> so it's hard to drink and pod. So, um, but maybe that we need to do a tally or something at the end for any famously and any big ums. Okay, nice. You're um, the um on the famously. Yeah, yeah, great, great. Um, and and do keep that feedback coming. We now do have socials, and I'd like to announce Ollie's going to announce something. <laughs> um, uh, you okay UK underscore. Um, someone else took you okay UK, so <laughs> we had to take it. The underscore. Uh, that's on Twitter and Insta. Send us anything, and we've had some good stuff already. But if one more person tells me to compare. Tim Tans or Penguins, I'll kill them. Yeah, it's not a fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you have any feedback from your mum? Because I certainly did. <laughs> um, no, mum said, well done from your only listener, um, which was nice. <laughs> yeah, my mum praised us for a fantastic episode and then said next episode that we should uh, run down the Rugby League World Cup. And, that's and, incredible. And that's in the rundown. Wow. Well, well, my mum didn't say that, but she did fly out the other side of the world and landed yesterday to try and make a cameo appearance. But, and and you, you may hear the in the background, in the background <laughs> making dinner. I know. And we should say that she has kindly lent us her room to record in. T- yeah. <laughs> tonight. Room. room. <laughs> yeah. Or should uh, I say she's staying in our recording studio? Yeah. <laughs> God's sake, mum. <laughs> so yeah. embarrassing. Um, so, but what a segue into sport, I guess, first up. Mm. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Um, okay, Rugby League World Cup has to be mentioned. Uh, it starts this weekend. It does. And where are the games being played? All over the north of England. We've got Newcastle starting off for Samoa v England. Okay. Um, and then we've got Leeds. I think York, even Doncaster's hosting some. <laughs> No way, yeah. the Doncaster. The one and only Donny. Yeah. Right. Is that where uh the um I I know you I thought you were? Is that where I thought you were was Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Are you where I thought you were? Um yeah, that's the Crown Hotel in Bawtree, oh, Bawtree. just outside Doncaster. Yeah, right. I think, yeah. Yeah. Um what a <laughs> what a shit what incredible that is. Um uh, sorry, go back to the rugby league. Two mm. questions for you. Where is the furthest south that they would play a game? I think they're playing St James Park first one. I think they might be playing the final at Wembley because they do the Whoa. Challenge Cup final at Wembley. And anyone turns up? Haven't looked at it. Full sells out. Really? We're going to Leeds. We'll travel. Ah, uh, okay. Because it's a lot warmer down south, so that's their that's their Ibiza <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the time. <laughs> I think. Um, but let me know if I'm wrong. <laughs> I think that's right. Um, and then the second question is, who will you be going for? 
Um, Samoa, even though they're in the group of England, I did, they'd resonate and they're going to play a good brand of footy. Oh, really? Because uh, what, what, and this goes nicely into the news, they've just announced all the squads. Um, and my favourite thing is all the NRL players who are affiliated somehow from a great grandparent to a country. Mm. So, like, Ireland have got Luke Keary, um, Premiership winner with the Rabbits, now at Roosters. Um, and um, Italy's really stood out to me. Yeah. Some real lovely Italian names they've got come over here. So, um, your Luke Hodge <laughs> from just outside Puglia, I think. <laughs> Uh, from Bari (laughs) Luke Hodge from Bari Ryan King Uh, Ryan King remind me I don't think he's ever Sicilian yeah he is but he's never left Campbelltown but he is Sicilian (laughs) Um, so that's nice Nathaniel Nathaniel Brown no just Nathan Brown yeah Nathan Nathan Brown and uh, my favourite Daniel Atkinson. Oh, yes, which roughly translates in English to Daniel, Daniel Atkinson. Atkinson. <laughs> yeah, um, some, so there's some big Italian names big to Italian, look out for. Big Italian names. And uh, the Australians went over there and I saw that um, they landed in they landed in London and apparently Cleary and a few of the Panthers boys not only just made the flight, hadn't gone home since the end of the celebrations here. Good on. And that's why I'm supporting Samoa because the whole Samoan backline is a Panthers backline apart from Cleary. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's Toto, yeah, uh, into Targo, into Crichton, all of it. And chosen them. Crichton? No, maybe not Crichton. <laughs> Targo, Toto, Luai. Luai. Um, someone else as well. And um, my smoky is New Zealand. Okay. I'm a big, uh, I feel as though, look, I'm a big Wo-Wo's fan, yep. Warriors fan. They didn't do well this year. Or the last 20. Or the last 20 since yep. 2012, haven't done well. And I think that that's a, this is their time to shine. Um, okay, bit of Sean Johnson magic. Bit of Sean Johnson magic. Um, two of us are Sheck. Oh no, he's playing league. <laughs> he's, he's playing league. Union, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we know sport. Um, <laughs> Jerome Hughes, what a player. What a player, Let's go with what him. a man. Melbourne Storm, um, man. But uh, the, I would just be as... Interested to see the Italians with Luke Hodge, as I would be to see, <laughs> would be to see the uh, yeah. two of us a chef. Lucio Hoggio, as he likes to Lucio Hoggio. <laughs> yeah. Lucio Hoggio. Um, and, and that's up north, obviously, you think, what lovely weather. Mm. Um, speaking of lovely weather, it's been announced this week, I don't know if you saw this, at the Asian Winter Games. Do you know where they're going to be in 2029? <laughs> Asian Winter Games. 2029, the Asian Games. Beijing. Not far. Saudi Arabia, <laughs> famous cold destination. Saudi, it's, it's um, and even weirder, where they're going doesn't exist. The mountains still have to be made and won't be completed till 2027. <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts? Yeah, a lot. It, uh, first, Sochi comes to mind. Yes, well, fake snow. Fake, fake snow, snow um, and sort of what can we do to put an event on here? We'll make it happen however it happens. Yeah. Uh, the other one that comes to mind is the Football World Cup coming up in Qatar, where although it's going to be 45 degrees, the show will go on. Without beers. Without beers. And thirdly, has it ever snowed in Saudi Arabia? No. No. Uh, then so it'd be what... called Snowdy Arabia. <laughs> not great. Snowdy <laughs> Arabia. Oh, it's and not great. Will they make. I wonder if they could turn, like, say, a slalom on snow into a slalom on sand. Oh, yeah, like sandboarding. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, night. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's the niche. Yeah. It was all the rave at the moment. Um, Saudi Arabia would live golf, not going to go into it, and all the sport washing and drama. But I am concerned to say anything because. 
Do you want to go into live golf? Because I sort <laughs> no, of feel no, like... No, I, I really don't. Um, but I feel like you never know who's listening and they're not like, oh, no, the top's coming off. We have aircon, but we're already it's loud and the top's off. It's too, it's too warm. I, came, I had to leave work an hour early to put the aircon on for him. <laughs> the room's at a tepid 19 and a half degrees. I just felt like I needed to really get in the zone. Maybe yeah. it's not about temperature. Maybe it's about just me making feel making feel as though I'm at my best. Yeah, fine. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, uh, lastly, just on the Saudi Arabia, uh, do you have any Smokies? <laughs> Glad you, you've asked. Do you... That junior mountain biker we picked up <laughs> in the UCI cycling. Um, I I don't. What is he doing? A transfer into the yeah. luge? Is he? Yeah, he's doing that one um, where you just ski and then shoot. Um, Biathlon. Fit, fittest people in the world. Yeah, a, a, a very great spectator sport. Yeah, Norway go well. <laughs> I don't know how they'll do in Saudi, but they do go well. <laughs> what are they going to shoot? <laughs> I don't want to answer that, camels. I don't know. Who knows? Um, and the last bit of sport, just to tick off, really love this. The Cricket World Cup starts this weekend. The mm. qualifiers, T20. Yeah. Um, we're not going to go into the details of that because the big stuff is next week. But I don't know if you saw Johnny Bairstow mm. is injured. Um, I did. And there's a rumour how it happened. It's a WhatsApp message that took me back to the good old days of, of COVID. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> when the WhatsApp message of lasagna and yeah. Wembley was yeah. being made. You've all heard it. So this chancer has basically said he was playing for 10 grand with Ben Stokes mm-hmm. and on the last grade he slid tackled him and he's broken his femur I think in two places <laughs> he's just uploaded a picture which would be part of our Insta 10 photos of the night and it's one of the worst injuries I've seen so he's missing the World Cup uh, and missing like six months incredible rumour mill is it true because Ben Stokes does have priors okay uh, what are priors um, priors are that he's been in fights before. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, prior, like, uh, prior misdemeanors. Yeah. I gotcha. Um, not Ben Priors. And all, like, religious. Is there yeah. Prior there? Or Pliers. Or Fryer. There's definitely Fryer. a town Cryer. Or Matt Pryor. Matt Pryor, yeah. yeah. Um, none of those. None of those. Uh, so, I got that forward as well, really early on, <laughs> thinking that I was in the know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing screams legit like a bloke on the other side of the world getting it from a rugby WhatsApp group. I got it and I immediately, I think I forwarded on to you. Yeah, <laughs> right. I got it from you. <laughs> and then you went back and said, sounds true. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, no, I think you said sounds legitimate. Stokes is mental. Yeah. <laughs> But he, dear friend of the show, dear Jack friend. Kennedy got punched by him in Love Shack Clute. Oh, um, you mean dear friend of the show, Jack Kennedy, not yeah. dear friend of the show, Ben Stokes. No, no, got yeah. punched by him. But I think he's changed somewhat under um, Basball and captaincy of England, perhaps. Oh, the Kiwis, they can get him. They can get him. Um, uh, but uh, in answer to the question, do I think it's legit? I, I, oh, yes. <laughs> going with it. Do it you? was so detailed. Ganton Golf Club, lovely golf club at Yorkshire Way. I remember saying to you at the time when you went, well, Ganton Golf Club does exist. <laughs> it is nice. This checks out. That's what they um, would be playing. But I just can't imagine that happening and no members or anyone turning around. What were, I'm trying to think of some other good COVID ones where the rumour oh. mill just went wild. Um, I remember oh, the whole army coming down the M25 yeah. to lock up your nan. <laughs> like, there were so many. Uh, but look, the heated lasagna is the without a doubt. heated lasagna. Yeah, I, I seem to remind me of the heated lasagna one. So, um, so the first it came from the first one that says the army are coming, all supplies are going. Yeah, I remember worry. that. Yeah. And then um, he said, "Yeah, we're so worried. They're doing a huge lasagna and heating it in Wembley um, field, and then they're going to dish it out." And then someone said, "Oh, the French have caught wind of it, and they now want a part of it." Just incredible. Like, the Parc de Bronze is getting a baguette. Like yeah. they're bringing a baguette to dip it in. Just, I just rumor meal stuff like that that escalates yeah. the best. Very good. If yeah. you um, have any others that maybe we've missed. 
jump on into our socials. They are UOKUK underscore. <laughs> underscore. And uh, remind us of some during COVID or, or over the last few years that we might have missed and we'll um, maybe try and recreate them for you in the flesh. I'm not a celebrity. Get me out of here. Beautiful. Speaking of celebrities like Johnny Bairstow, we're into it now. And um, there's two bits here. One's a bit quicker, but it's just reminiscing on one of my favourite shows ever, The Inbetweeners. Mm. Um, have you watched it? I have. Yeah. I'm okay. probably not as religiously as you and your English friends. Mm. It made it out here. It was sort of like when The Office was first created. It did make it out here, but it certainly didn't have the same impression. Yep. But over time, I think with people coming over and quoting it, it's sort of become a little bit more in the mainstream. Okay, good. You may remember Simon with the gelled spiky hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a girlfriend, Tara, in the show yep. that he... Um, the famous quote of "I'm gonna," um, well, we can swear. And I was thinking, "I'm gonna fuck your fucking fanny off, you twat!" When he's when they're trying to lose their virginity, um, they've actually done it in real life, and they're having a baby. No way! How good's that? That's so great. True underdog story. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what? I can't quite remember. Was she hot? Um, she was attractive. Um, they went to, came late to school. Bit of red dye in her hair, okay. and they had a very funny episode meeting her sister at uni to look around unis, and that's when it all happened. Right. And Jay, um, the king of lies, um, basically says you've got to talk dirty to her, and that's what he thought the okay. dirty was. Um, Is she almost a bit chavvy in the show, like a little bit sort of. Um, yeah, a little bit, but yeah. I think they were, apart from Will, they all have that sort of tendency there. Um, but uh, God, it's funny, and I just can't believe that they met there doing those scenes and then now actually yeah. procreated. How many is are they? Is it born yet? Uh, yeah, just oh, been born last oh, week. The, what's yeah, it called? Um, a name. It's definitely got a name. <laughs> or maybe they're expecting having. Just expecting, I think actually. I know. Should have like... read the rest of it story, but I just saw it and loved it. Is it like a sponsored ad which says a lot about me? Like that the algorithm knows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that what you got served up? Yeah. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. I know. What do you what... get served up? Uh, what, what do I get served up? Um, I get a lot of shaving creams. I'm, I'm going to front and center view. <laughs> I can see why. A lot of shaving creams. I'm trying to think what else I get served up. Oh, and I get a lot of um, like. Off the off Broadway sports, okay. So like frisbees or like uh, racquetball or um, uh, that that sort of like sort of weird sports that they're trying to flog. Yeah, I can I can see that falling into. I mean, speaking of weird sports, I had a day a couple months ago with um, Steph, who loves the show. Steph Hawes, hell of a podcaster. Good Steph. Um, Steph, and um, we were hung over at house. And ended up on ESPN 8, The Ocho, yeah. watching Corgi Racing. Yes. It was unbelievable. That's it was, great. And one... Were, uh, were they Pembroke or Welsh? Pass. <laughs> they, they were bloody quick as <laughs> were well. They, they were. were they really tubby or quite long? But there was a mixture. Oh, okay. But... Everything allowed. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of the winner. It's something like Don't Stop Rico, because in 2021 he got to the line and then sat down and lost by a nose, and it's one of the greatest. So they re they changed his whole name yeah. a year later, and then Don't it, stop and it Rico. won because it was obviously Rico. And then was this? Oh, I I just come to me. Yeah. Did was this at a horse race track? Uh, yeah, it looked in, like it. Yeah, in, it was a stadium. In like weird, yeah, weirdville outback of yep. US. Yep. I think I've seen it before. <laughs> and it's between like, you know, the like eight heats. Yeah. And yeah, one yeah. winner of each, a final of eight. I've seen it. And it's one, one owner goes to one end and one owner goes to the yep. other and just go, come Cheer. Go, That's come exactly it. Bloody love it. And with the Queen still dead, by the way, the weekly check in. Has it, has um, it come back? 
Well, no, but she's had 30 corgis, so some of them could have raced in her time. Oh, where did Over her corgis 30... get to? Death, mainly. No, oh, you, no, 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 the original. <laughs> the original, definitely, then she's had 30. <laughs> um, the last two... Um, I did read this. I'm going to say someone else Charles took him it. over. And maybe it was that. You wouldn't give it to Andrew, would you? <laughs> no, God. Um, who knows? We won't go there. Anyway, <laughs> that's the in between. How we move from in between us, baby. Um, and the and, second bit of celebrity and the, news. And the second bit of celebrity news is Wagatha Christie. Now, I'm going to intro this one because I feel as though you're more in a position to talk about this one. I know who, who they are. I know who Jamie Vardy is. And I know he's got a wife, Rebecca Vardy. Very good. And I know that uh, Wayne Rooney has a wife called Colleen Rooney. And, and uh, Rooney and Vardy of the Mrs. Variety had a stoush over one of them leaking news to the press. Yeah. Uh, go from there. That's spot on. And this is just an update because it's been a couple of years since we heard of it, basically. Okay. And who, um, le- who leaked? So it was all about... So Rebecca Vardy um, leaked news about Colleen Rooney. Okay. Um, and how... Unbeknownst to... Well, well, she had suspicions. She had suspicions and then she caught her. How she caught her, she then made a fake profile or made stories and showed it only to one person, Rebecca Vardy, as her only close friend, who then sold them. She went, well, you're the only person doing it. So So do we think Colleen's the victim? Yes, definitely. Wow. So yeah. is, is it sort of, have people piled up against anti, uh, anti-party anti sentiment? Has that yeah. been rife? Oh, you couldn't believe it. I think it was more just the headline, Wagatha Christie's the greatest headline <laughs> I've ever seen in an English paper. Um, and Vardy's got paid 90% of the bills, which is well over a million. Wow. Of just lawyers getting involved. Quid. Quid. Which is like 50,000 Australian. 50,000 million. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> roughly. Um, and so they won't be seeing the Jamie Vardy's having a party. Bring your vodka and your Charlie. That's him. One of the great chants. One of the great chants. We've talked about this on the on the show last week, yeah. the, the creativity behind the chants. But yeah. I think that... Um, oh, what do I feel? It's great detective I, skills. Yeah, great detective skills. And I sort of feel like... What do you reckon the boys think? Does, does Wayne call up Jamie and go, like, oh, God, they're at it again? <laughs> I, yeah, I wondered that. I just can't believe for none of the stories... Rebecca wouldn't have gone. Can you just check Colleen's story? Because it wouldn't. He wouldn't have seen it. It wouldn't have been there. Do you think that they even have an idea? Do you think it's like, oh, she's out of the game? Uh, yeah, so, I'm not sure. Like, to, if you're listening, guys, get in touch. Get in touch. Sorry, uh, if you U O K U K underscore underscore. If you can afford it, Rebecca, because you've had some serious payouts recently. Yeah, but I do like that detective work from her. Brilliant, Colleen. Well done, Colleen. Well Big done, ups, Colleen. Colleen. I've uh, always said is that. Is she quite? Just uh, describe for me, Colleen Rooney. Wife of Wayne Rooney. Uh, I don't even know the background, so I can't. She would... uh, I wouldn't want to pass judgment. Okay, all right. Yeah. I'll allow. In any way. Um, And finally, we're going to look at the real news. Hear ye. Hear ye. It's the news. Yeah. There's two bits here. One is very Mm. Australian related. So, Oliver Kaplan, a chef, 21-year-old chef in England, went out two days ago on the weekend, Mm -hmm. went to get an Uber... Mm. Said seventeen dollars, eleven pounds, dollars, eleven pounds. Um, and he wakes up in the morning. You've been rejected. He's got a sixty-one thousand dollar <laughs> Uber bill, thirty-seven thousand pounds, because it's the same tame side. It thinks he's gone from it was around Manchester to Adelaide, South Australia. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Obviously, emails them. He's like, the funds can't come out, and then and they just say it's our mistake. Back to eleven pounds. Amended in the morning. Can you imagine waking up to that? 
<laughs> I've woken up to some fears, <laughs> some fears, and that is that is a real. Uh, what did they say? It was a tech glitch. Tech or? glitch because it didn't say it was going to take a swim twenty two hours or that. It said eleven <laughs> minutes or ten minutes as he had planned because he was meeting some mates for drinks. Oh, teleporting exists. Yeah, yeah, Uber teleport. <laughs> and uh, and of all places, Adelaide. Oh uh, yeah, South Australia. Tameside. You'd, you'd, you'd much rather get to. You'd at least want to get to Dubbo. Yeah, or I don't know the Winter Games in Saudi, like anywhere, like somewhere, <laughs> not not yeah, yeah tame yeah. side. Right. Um, so I, that story worked from both sides. What's the most it. expensive Uber or uh, yeah? What's the most expensive Uber you've had ever had? Um, this is a flex, actually. This is a real flex. I feel I got the one of the first ever Uber helis. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Sun Sundance Film Festival. They were launching at the time. <laughs> what at, the hell? What? At, they launched it at Park City. Yeah, yeah, I know it. I, yeah, that's where it was. That's where they tried it. And how did you get on there? <laughs> great question. I they were just doing like these five minute sort of rides. Great for the environment. Always happening. Um, <laughs> Greenpeace. And um, and I was working there and did a video. Um, and did it, and genuinely the next person on it was Matt Damon who was there for something else. <laughs> One of the mean? maddest days. I've warmed a seat for Damon. <laughs> Who's tiny, by the way. Uh, yeah, just we are just a couple of battlers doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, extraordinary, but genuinely that was... And it, it and it still went to the account, but then they refunded it because the tech wasn't ready. So you still had to, like, book it. Uh, can I ask, what was the price? The price was, I think it's $155 a minute. Yeah, for the ride. <laughs> and where did you go? It was five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Just literally, just a lip because this it's a big US skiing. Dollars. Dollar, US dollars. It's a ski resort, so it was just around top and back down. Oh, that's yeah. a very good one. Yeah, that's I didn't a... know that. We actually didn't plan for that, but yeah, that's that was quite something. Um, yeah? uh, I know when it was uh, on another podcast in the future when we do some of our stories, uh, Australian stories. I will go into the real backstory of this, but I did have an Uber that went uh, all the way from Sydney. Um, up to the central coast oh um, and when I got there I was out of reception but I'd still paid for it but then the cabbie, the Uber driver said I can't see that the payment's gone through so you're going to have to pay again so I paid twice and then, because then when I got up to Wi-Fi it's like well you've already paid so then, then he scampered away from with, with I think it was about 250 bucks because it was two times 125 bucks that's not ideal and this is back when you know like 125 bucks really was something yeah not now <laughs> not now Fun on the floor yeah, yeah. I can't even, can't even get a pack of cheese for 125 bucks um, so that's Oliver Kaplan um, tough tough night then who is Oliver Kaplan he was just a 20 year old chef in Manchester right who, He's not, who, who, when you said chef I was thinking that he had to be Hester Blumenthal no he, he literally Keith might work in Maccas <laughs> don't, don't know still a chef Someone, they're not going to flip themselves yeah and season um, so that was one thing out of England and just south of there um, well, I was watching um, uh, well the first thing that came to mind a story there's a goat called Pablo in Worcester yeah I saw this on the rundown and I had no <laughs> I, to be honest, I just googled weird stories UK number one singing goat Pablo yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like I could do more of this they're doing lovely like songs of praises outside of Worcester Cathedral so inside Worcester Cathedral and everyone goes quiet mid song because a goat knows the tune it is unbelievable but the maddest part of the whole story is who shared the video Worcester Cathedral on TikTok they've got their own account that's had 1.6 million views what, what's the rest of their content <laughs> 
Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining their social media manager at, at the church. Oh. Go like, <laughs> like, they've just hired, you know, they've just got Keely in. And they've gone, Keely, we really need something. Just to be like, you've got to make your way. And she, and this is her first go. Initiation, it, go find a goat in the go, Yeah, and she does it and it blows up. And so they're like, Keely, I mean, like, you know, the round table on Monday, on Monday whip, like, well yeah. done, Keely. Like, can we just give it up for Keely? 1.6 And then wheat goes past and sort of comes on the deck. Nothing really happens. There's a bit of a lull and boss comes in and goes, Keely, with like, don't... Uh, Golden child. Get, get, go, <laughs> get us a sheep. Yeah. <laughs> Love what you did last week, but... Have you got any ideas of how you're going to follow it up? And then, you know, and she goes, yeah, like, you know, we're still getting a lot of hits on the old goat singing. The difficult second album. We might be experiencing it as well. We don't know. But it is, that is very true. And I just, it killed me and got me thinking about um, my real obsession, Dark Hole is uh, talent show auditions. Um, I've done all all over the country, um, world. Sorry? Australia's got talent into... Dark Hollies. Dark Hole obsessions. Dark Hole like I go onto YouTube and I just go into dark. Oh hole yeah, rabbit, 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 rabbit hole, rabbit hole. That's yeah. that's probably more what dark I Dark holes is. I didn't want to say rabbit hole because of Pablo. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, rabbit hole of just and it's talent show audition. I thought Pablo could be next on Britain's Got Talent. Ah. I would love to see Pablo. Pablo before. the singing guy. And what does he sing? Um, that sound like Ave Maria or something. It's real songs <laughs> of praisey. Um, it's it's phenomenal. So do look at that. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm trying to think of um, what animal would be the best singer. Parrot? Parrot would be up there. Are you think? Is this one of those questions of if an animal could sing, what would it be? Or absolutely... No, abs- give it a mic in front of it now. Yeah, give it a mic in front of it now. Yeah, you'd... Pro- or, or maybe a cockatoo. Cockatoo? Easy for you to say. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but if they had... If animals had human voices... Yeah. What? Flamingo for me, hands down. Go on. Just stands on one leg, look at me, show pony, front of stage. I see. Show off, just holds the room. Yeah, and probably a triple threat, the flamingo. Yeah. Sings, dance, dances very well, I'd say. very well. Probably more of a Kylie in that way. Yeah, the The, the pinks, the, oh, the, the visceral colours. Yeah, and the visuals is probably carrying the, 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 the um, orals. Yeah, I would say, yeah, a, a flamingo front um, and centre with backing dancers, backing dancers of, of... What do we want there? I'm into it. I can see this being like a lovely... Penguins? Not bad, yeah. I was thinking a cruise ship just... Um, yeah, but... And they're there on and stage and penguins just... And their penguin suits, obviously, as well. Nice. Flying V formation. Ah. What are they singing? We are way off the rundown. <laughs> what are they singing? Uh, I think it would have to be a holy number and probably... <laughs> a religious some... number. Yeah, a religious think. number. Or maybe a soulful number. Um, something, you know, like a... Oh, I was thinking like California Girls' Katy Perry. <laughs> That's where I was going with it. So I was genuinely, I was like, I was thinking like Prince Kiss. I'm thinking like all dolled up, and I think it's got like a feather bow around the flamingo and real. Or Cat Stevens. Can you get name one Cat Stevens song? Yeah. For me? Where do the children play? Where Where do they play? Well, in the kids' club on the cruise. <laughs> they can't see the flamingo. Dirty show. Um, um, now, just quickly, you did mm. say something earlier on. You said you looked up. Weird News UK. Yeah. If, is that... Uh... My homepage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, when you have... A, when you're typing into something into Google and you just want either the the best restaurant or the weirdest... Do you just type best restaurant manly? Or yeah. 
weirdest store in UK. Yeah. So it's just really a, a classifying word. One for one. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, very yeah. transactional, me and Google. <laughs> what would you, what would you? Uh, I, I have this argument with a few friends. I like to be really descriptive. I would go like, okay. <laughs> so in the if, if the instance of the bird singing, I'd say the animal most likely to perform well singing under pressure, yeah, under, yeah, under, under pressure by uh, <laughs> Freddie Mercury and <laughs> David Bowie at sea yeah. in 1996. Wow! And then I re- and then you get a whole gamut of answers. Do you or do you get Google did not know answers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. And then it just comes up with uh, flamingo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, beautiful. You've done a really nice transition there into mentioning restaurants because that is this week's Up North versus Down South. Well, you teed us up with this. You wanted to, you called it eating out. Um, I'm mm. going to call it dining out because eating out <laughs> led to a lot of, um, in the UK, uh, help out to eat out was the campaign and it was carnage. Um, you can imagine what happened to the artwork around there. Um, what, um, so with that, what side. Do you think, do you want to take? I'll let you pick first and on the spot, how much power prepared we are, um, I'll just go the other team. So who are you going to say is better dining out? Which country? Um, without a doubt, Australia is better to eat out. Wow. Okay. Begin. I'll, I'll, I'll begin. I'll, I'll draw my sword first. Okay. I have been lucky enough to eat in a lot of restaurants around the world. <laughs> Show off. And uh, here's me. Getting, <laughs> probably getting an Uber helicopter. Yeah, there. probably. And then uh, I, and, and I'm lucky enough to think that both countries in this conversation are up there, especially now. T- 20, t- 20 years ago, we we're having a different conversation, but both I countries are you. at the top. <laughs> both countries, both countries are, are close to the top. However, Australia really is and, and worldly recognised as one of the best culinary uh, f- uh, culinary uh, pursuits, sorry, you know what I'm trying to say, mm. of, of the world. And there are two reasons for that. One is the freshness of the produce. And two is because of our beautiful, colourful uh, uh, the backgrounds of the people and the ethnic backgrounds of the people in Australia. Um, we get a, a fantastic, a diverse range of foods that can titillise the taste buds with the nutrition that we get. And I think this, the perfect, um, the, the perfect, entry to this conversation is at the mid to mid bottom end of the market you can get so much better thai japanese uh, vietnamese cambodian southeast asian in general food between that sort of 20 to 28 dollar price point Very specific. that you would but that you would never get i reckon anywhere in the world let alone the uk that that level in there southeast is, asia may argue safe, <laughs> <laughs> I quite literally had a one dollar bag of rice and beef that blew my mind in Cambodia. But carry on. Uh, yeah, but the the freshness of the ingredients there and is, crust. Well, Australia's so close to everything. They, and, and did they have a smile on their face when they came over and served you? No, they didn't. And I I reckon this, and that brings me to my third point and last point is the service. Have you ever been into an English restaurant and okay. try, and tried to get a smile or some sort of recognition you know from the person on the other side that's not like, uh, yes, sorry, yeah. okay, I'll comp that. Here it's like, hi, great to see you. Yeah, we got some sensual bow at the back. Might not be the great pronunciation, but they're happy. They're doing it with a smile. It's great nutrition and it's at a great price point. Uh, yeah, okay. A couple of things there. I, I I have eaten at restaurants in England before and um, they're friendly to me. I know why they're not friendly with you. We went to a pub once and had, and instead of asking what's good, you went to the <laughs> barmaid who absolutely hated you and went, 
What's the worst thing on the menu? What does no one order? She looks at you. Like, she definitely spat on your food. What's your reasoning for doing that? Because the chef wants to try something and impress? What's the... Because I see what... I see... I looked at people like you and other people in that pub and thought, I don't want what they like. Because that is exactly what I wouldn't want to eat. <laughs> is there anything you don't eat? If she had said the best thing is... Uh, I... Goat, I'm not a big fan of. She said the best thing is this goat curry. That, that sings. Yeah, that <laughs> sings. <laughs> don't remind me, not Pablo's brother. Um, yeah, if you don't sing, you get killed. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, so that's one side. So that, yeah, I agree, they're not as friendly, but there's a scale of being too friendly. Welcome America to the conversation. Uh, yeah, but that's different because I think they're, always, the they're working for the tips. Okay, so, okay, I, I've seen all that. Do you think Australia is better? I think there's three different types of dining. One, do you think it's better top end? I, I've never been, but Michelin star, big mega money, fine dining. Is that is it better I would, there? I would say that England is better at the very top, top, top level. Echelon of that. Yeah. But then your middle pack, your go-to food, but yeah. Your... Here is significantly better at the price point. And fast foods, takeaways. And, and significantly better here at the price point because of the new, the access to the ingredients that you okay. get here. Okay, well... You're not getting shipped... You're not getting um, tomatoes shipped in from some East Block country that you've never heard of. They're yeah. grown down the road. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I mean... Yeah, maybe I, maybe I do have to get... It's definitely cheaper. I find it incredible here. We did a deal night all through Manly and... Every night you can eat something incredible for twelve dollars. That's seven pounds. It's like steak night Monday, yeah, Palmy Tuesday, yeah, tacos. We have, unbelievable. We, we haven't even gone into the pub grub sort no. of style here, which is a good gastro in the UK. Is well, sorry, not good. Just gastro in the UK is very expensive. You go to it's twenty five quid really yep. for like a steak at a pub. You hear, as you say, you can go to like a Tuesday or a Thursday night two two for one steak night. It's it's fifteen bucks. Yeah, it is awful. That, yeah, maybe I have to give it to you. The one thing that I really, maybe it's not because it's eating out. I don't get how chains don't work here. And I'm talking yes. specifically, I have lunch quite late because I eat breakfast late. Everything shuts at two. Like, yeah. do they hate money? Um, <laughs> and like, can I just have a pret? Like nothing. Yeah, there's no, I knew you there's, were going to be I'm throwing pret. pret. I knew you were going to use pret in my face. I knew you are going to pret in my why, face. Why is there nothing? There's nothing. Yeah. Like, w. And, Smith, there's not, like, the meal deals are a farce. Uh, well, this is, there's two things there. One is Australia's objection to chains, which I love. They love uh, hating big conglomerates that take over the, the scene. Yeah. Um, and the second is, because we get up so bloody early, mm. it's we get I've, most of most of the people I know have gone for a run, sent ten emails, and already had their coffee and avocado and toast before seven in the morning. So, Smashed avo, so but, but, yeah, but then so then by two o'clock we've got things to do. We've got people. We've got bed to get to. Yeah, so, it's such a big country. The, the ten time zones. You where, don't know where you are. Whereas in the UK, people uh, people don't even know what day it is until ten a.m. Yeah. So then that means it's sort of a late... It's just a later lifestyle, right? Yeah, okay. I'm going to give this to you. You can have this point. We'll get to you. But we're going to go completely off script. We're going to roll into... Miss you. Okay. So I'm changing it from the rundown. Oh. What you can see there, that's coming later because it's just prompted me something. Go. Takeaway fine. Yeah, bit it's pretty good here. The things I miss the most, genuinely the most, mm -hmm. is good Chinese and Indian. I never found one here either. All I want is crispy seaweed. It's the best invention that's ever happened to the world. <laughs> I just chuck it in a prawn cracker and just nom it down. Even <clears> these <throat> sound effects machine. Boop, boop, boop. Um, uh, that and then Indian just, I'm so playing with my tikka masalas. But here they chuck onions and all. I want glowing red. No, it's bad for you, but it's the best thing. I hung a Sunday night. <laughs> 
tikka masala, even a butter chicken korma. It's rubbish here. It I, is rubbish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot miss UK. Yeah, miss UK. And can I miss UK on this one too? You can. I, Join the, me. The, the poodling down the streets of East London or even going up to Birmingham is the best curry. I mean, I've not been to India and I'm sure I'm, <laughs> I'm, sure I'm being slightly... I'm not that I'm slightly xenophobic when I say the best curry, but significantly better than North Indian diner on Oxford Street. Yes. It's, well, it, the best it, Indian is... Famously, um, I'm allowed to say it. You're ummed all that. Crap. Um, it's obviously Indian Home Diner, which yeah, is yeah. a late night establishment typically. I've had it at 5 pm. Yeah. Uh, number seven is obviously what you get. Are you across what happened? Oh, yeah. yeah they, they shut the license. To, to, to the newbies, maybe, um, or those in Melbourne or Brisbane, or to the newbies in Sydney, this is an institution on Oxford Street going towards Paddington, to, uh, towards Bondo um, in Paddington. And they had a. Uh, problem whereby the local residents who are mostly older people who live in Paddington um, were annoyed by the fact that there was a lot of noise cast and, and it was just a, a bit of a stain on the on the local and they said that we're going to close it down the local council agreed to close it down and the people did they come out and march against the proposal to cut them uh, to shut down their trading hours from I think it was 2am 2, 2 and they were going to yeah. shut it down to 10pm and the people came out and voted and put lots of money behind it. I know that there were like lots of social accounts like Bondi Lines got behind it. So did maybe um, Brown Cardigan and others such got behind it. And then um, the people were victorious and were able to save the uh, Indian Home Diner from going out of business. Which is great because and I think they read that they do like 80% of their business after midnight. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. which is just yeah. superb. So I'm, I'm glad they survived. And do you know, and do you know what my favourite bit about this whole story was? Um, Indian Home Diner was so thankful they were going to give one free curry away to one of the people that voted. <laughs> one of the people that voted for them. That's so good. <laughs> which is about, one, one thirty, about $11.70. Yeah, $113. Yeah. Uh, that's at RRP oh, price. Sorry, yeah. To give away to one of the thousands of people that saved their business from going under. You know what? Thanks so much. Here's 13 Here's is what cost here's a cost price five dollar curry <laughs> that's really really great love that so well so i think we agreed on there um get the number seven it's phenomenal you get cheese in it tikka masala it yep. is the best it so, is the best but agreed miss uk definitely from me as well this week no nowhere near as good as the as the indian that you would get back home in the uk fictionary uh last episode you will remember the infamously fame <laughs> oh that's good uh dogging the dogging episode i remember it all right um and uh we thought this week uh it was time for ollie's right of reply so all this week you've got fictionary i want yeah. you to tell me a word and tell me what it means i'm going to see if i can guess what no, it i'm actually just going to ask you to see if you know what it is because i i mentioned this at work last week and no one knew so the word is conquers what is conquers so you don't know is my instant reaction. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've heard of the word in regards to things falling from trees, and but I don't. That's that's about it. I wouldn't know. Correct. I mean, I don't know the full details. They're basically a, a sort of acorny nut that come out of a green, hard, spiky shell. Right. And you get say in Barnes or Hampstead or one of those nice. Yeah, big big tree vibes. Yeah. Um, and it was just a massive part of every childhood. And what's happened to what conkers? do you mean? What? Uh, uh, so, uh, so yeah. So what happened is so, you no, go to the tree. Yes. You get your shoe footballs and you just kick it up, boot it up, 
Down come the conkers. Okay, which are the little acorn things. Inside this big green spiky shell. Every, every, you have to open up that with a knife. And then you go home. And it's, you, it's full. Um, oh, it's full cast away. Hasn't even finished. <laughs> you, you get that. You probably have 20 or 30. Okay. Some good ones. Some of the deep brown. The deeper the brown, the better. Chuck that overnight with your mum um, in, in a bowl of vinegar. Has Chuck to go that in, in a bowl of vinegar. Yeah, 20 or 30. It's the most... English thing. Yeah, you ever. shut that in a bowl of vinegar. <laughs> yeah, I thought you wouldn't know Conkers. It's the best game. Like them and Woodlouse were so big as my life. No, hang on. It, but what, uh, well, before we get sorry. on to Woodlouse, they both were big parts of my childhood. As was Quicksand. I thought they would all stay in my la- in my like life, and none of them have. But Conkers is the main one. Um, so you do that, and then you get a piece of string. You drill a little hole through the middle. String this is, through we're, the we're conker. Going, yeah, okay. Not at the end. This is after the vinegar soaking. Yep, in the morning, you're back yep. at school. Break, and you just go, Oi, Jerry, conker fight. So then you go to Jerry, and you have your string through. Doing like, you know, the pointing with the eyes and the fingers, yeah. like, Oi. Oh, in first yeah. period, you don't even think about um, Mrs. Trunchbull. Yeah, yeah. through doing it. Piss off, now I've got a conker fight at a break. And there were crowds going around, and, and it was pretty big, like, bravado, like, girls recognized game. Like, this is how you pulled with conkers, age like six to eight. Um, and you just get, and then you head to, and you hold it up. Were you in a co-ed school? I was, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't either way. Um, and uh, and then you smash it, and you just keep smashing each other until the first one comes off the rope, win the conquer. Who's challenging me next? <laughs> Conquers. It's like cockfighting, like rooster fight. The winner just stays on. There. Yeah. And it's obviously because you've got the strongest conquer. Best vinegar. Would you? Yeah. I was just about to say strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would anyone be dodgy, maybe put some super glue on the inside or Oh, if they did, they'd be shunned from the arena. Yeah. yeah. Um I saw people try white wine vinegar, not the same. <laughs> not the same. Idiots. Um apple cider vinegar, yeah, not, not the, the same. same. You need the deep grapey stuff. Yeah. So um so the, yeah, it's just yeah. and I, I the real pound land sort of stuff. I'm not actually just Google if Conkers exist in Australia. It sounds like they I, maybe don't I, even I really doubt it would be because we've got better things to do with our time than find an acorn from a tree, the amount of shoes chuck it in I've a vinegar overnight, and then put it through a string. I think we'd rather just buy a football and play with it. <laughs> or, you know, go to one of our famous sandy beaches and go for a swim, not throw a conker at another conker. I like conker. So they're like chestnuts, but sweet chestnuts are I'm edible. having a look over your shoulder at the yeah. phone now. Look and that! Oh, I, look at the deep browns. That is, is that, that's a conker tree. Pre-soaked or post-soaked? That's pre. That they've that's straight out of shell. Yeah. I miss, and there, that's them on strings, ready to fight. That'll be a picture. Ready to fight. <laughs> fight. So you whack yours into somebody else and it yeah, comes off hold the it, they hold on to it, still bam. Yeah. And if you get a bit wrong, you'll get fingers, oh. that's dirty. And what you was, you said something quickly there, woodland or woodland. Uh, Woodlice. Woodlice. They're just weird little creatures that were in every playground. Uh, do, do they do they also get a them. buff with, the, no. with a conker? No, it was completely unrelated. It was just they were both big in my childhood and I've not seen them since. Anything else big in your childhood? <laughs> no, <laughs> I haven't seen since. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, just my fault. No, no, we're still <laughs> close. <laughs> Absolutely fine. So I think that's fictionary. Um, uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, yes, <laughs> I, I can. I can tell you that if you're walking down the streets of Melbourne, Brisbane, Brisbane, Perth, or wherever, and you said to someone, "Here's my conker. Show us yours," and an Australian was on the receiving end of that, they would look at you with a big fat face and go, "If you say that to my face again, I'll go and hit you one over the side of the face." But not in lovely towns like Armidale and no, other no, like, no, I mean, Just get, those ones. Don't get me wrong, Berry. Fantastic. <laughs> you'll have you'll have conkers all day. Conkers and berries. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. Well, there you go. Love it. And um, that leads us nicely to our next section. Show me the money. 
Yes, Oliver, this week, show me the money. Now, I was um, very impressed with yours uh, a couple of weeks ago. In the last episode, you did a very good job. This week, it's time for me to give you what I think would absolutely rock its socks off <laughs> in, in the UK. There is, in Sydney and Melbourne, there is an ice cream uh, uh, retailer called Messina. And between I've frequented <laughs> does know assaulted caramel. And between the months of say January to January, Messina goes nuts yep. <laughs> in Australia. And it is a very sort of hot it's expensive and it's for the it's a it's for the connoisseur of ice cream, no pun. And it's also for those that are new into the ice cream. A game. Connoisseur. Got connoisseur. It. Got it. Yeah. And it'll also go into um uh, uh, they have extremely um, wide-ranging ta- uh, flavours and the even the chick that does their social media um, is like really sort of famous for being funny and different and irreverent with their flavour names and the mm. produce is really good and it looks really nice and when you go in there to taste you know they give you a really... Is this an ad? <laughs> have we got an ad? <laughs> Hold on. When I was in the UK and it is, uh, you know, and even this summer, good summer or whenever there's a hot day, have you seen people lining up at the local off-license for a Calippo or a, or a Paddle oh, Pop, whatever you call it? Twister them? is the greatest hangover cure in the world. Cyclone. Uh, what we call a cyclone. Yeah. Um, poor man cyclone. That's <laughs> what we call it. Yeah. Um, they go bananas for the... Can you imagine a Messina in a poncy part of Brighton or a poncy part of London or a poncy part of Manchester? I think most of Brighton's poncy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like a nice little country yep. town. And Messina would go absolutely nuts. There would be lines for miles. You lined up for four hours to see a dead woman in a car, in a casket. Fourteen hours. Fourteen. Four. <laughs> and the rest. Yeah. And, and could you imagine on a warm day, um, everybody's out of work, It's or they're after the pub, the, the thing would go crazy. And with the Australian brand, like the, you know, from Bondi and blah, blah, blah. I reckon uh, this is... I'll say it to you now, and if you, you seem like annoyed, you're sharing it because you're giving yeah, away ideas to that someone. Is, that, right when I was saying, I was like, "Damn it, I'm giving away my." I agree, there's nothing. If someone, if someone does this, please just give me one percent. Mm. That's all I'm saying. You'll go, you'll make millions, you'll, you'll, you'll take over the UK, and plus, you'll probably be invited to some sort of Liz Trust dessert party. Yeah. Um, if cool. she's still there by the time this episode goes out, <laughs> I, want, I, I wonder if she'll still be there by the time. I completely agree. I, I, there's just a Hagen Dazs cafe, bit of Ben and Jerry's, but it's not the same. There's a guy. I think it's just everyone just thinks of the weird ice cream man that comes around your childhood village. Mr. Whippy. What's the tune? I don't think that's, that's the tune either. Yeah. Yeah. You, no, know, you know the one, and all yeah. the kids run out, and it's, it was a bit seedy. So, yeah, it reminds um, me of something from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yeah, Child Snatcher. Um, catcher. Yeah, him, big nose. Um, yeah. Love it. We, yeah. should, we should probably do that if this oh. doesn't take off, which it will. Can, can, you, imagine, can you imagine going there and getting like. Uh, posh Australian pecan and served on a bed of uh, salted rice patty from Indonesia. It'd be like, they'd just go nuts for it. Uh, yeah, I and, agree. And you'd be able to sell it at 10 quid a cup. You would. But do you know what? Mm. I don't think it's the best ice cream shop in Australia. Oh. I think Anita's is far better. Anita what? Anita's ice cream. Where's that? Well, there's one just open here and it's, it makes Messina look, the queue's ridiculous. It's more expensive. The spoons are edible. They're hard chocolate. What? They're hard chocolate. No yeah, frozen chocolate. And, no oh, I've never seen queues like it. Every really? night. Every night. Edible night spoons. Was two, edible spoons, 2K. Bit more expensive than Messina. Nicer. Edible spoons. I think there's a couple more. 
edible spoons. Alice Robertson, dear, dear friend of the show. Not one dear, two. Um, <laughs> double dears. Double dears. Um, knows everything about ice cream. And I think she's team me. going into the show notes. What's this say down here? New sponsor for the show, Anita. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. Plot twist. And it's a lovely uh, name. I was about to say, just like, not, not to be confused with their famous strawberry twist. Famously. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Great. All right, let's go meet our lit Brit. When I say lit, you say Brit. Lit Brit. Lit Brit. This week, Oliver, uh, lit Brit comes to the listener and you in the, in the form of an Australian living his best life in London. Uh, so lit converted Brit. Adopted <laughs> Brit. Okay. Lit, lit to Brit. We haven't got the budget to change the sting, so that's kept from earlier. <laughs> Uh, surely your mum has nothing to do tomorrow. She can do some editing work on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I went over to um, London and a very long story short that I, as a curry club initiation, I was for, it was tasked. Back to curry's to, nice. Yeah. Back to curry. Yeah. yeah nice. Bit of a thing. Uh, I was tasked with eating an extremely hot curry as it's quite a rite of passage for young stupid boys to eat a hot curry and get initiated into this curry club. I did so, but my, uh, my approach to the, to join the, to join the club was to eat this extremely hot Shoreditch, uh, uh, Brick Lane curry with added, added, it was like a, a, a vindaloo with added spice, added Tabasco, added chili. It was ridiculous. Like it was beyond silly. And I did it, but my approach, um, a friend of mine, Mike was over the way from me and he did his properly. He did it really slowly, just little bits, sip of beer, little bits. Beer, not milk. No, he went beer. Okay. My approach was to hoof it down as fast as you could. Hold on, this is a self-nominated... Hold on. No, no, oh, no. So this awesome. is the story. And I woof it down as fast as I can. And because my body went into shock, I started drooling out the side of my mouth. I couldn't see because my eyes were watering. I went to the toilet. This is my first week of work in the new job. I then um, dislocated my knee and, and tore a few of the tendons in my knee, uh, falling over in the toilet because I fainted. And then my mate had to come and rescue me with vomit all over my top. And then when I then left the pub, because I'd taken my top off, I'm then hobbling Seems through... Seems to be a theme. <laughs> top off. <laughs> I'm then hobbling through Shoreditch, trying to call people I know, being like, help me, but I can't speak because I'm drooling out of the side of my mouth. Sounds like a so, Tuesday, so Will. I to, <laughs> so I have to hobble from Shoreditch all the way up to um, to where we were staying in, um, in, Car- in Camden. So I managed to hobble all the way home without a top on, looking like a flasher in December um, without speaking here. And that, that's sort of the story. It goes on and on and on. But that's the, the main part of the story. I couldn't go to work the next day because of the knee, etc. I, I was told that a few weeks later, uh, a friend of the show, James Stanley, Tiny, he was out to dinner. And it was a big crew of them. There were about 12 of them. And there was a man called Jake there. And Jake started telling this story and Jake was saying um yeah and then I had my mate over the way Mike he was eating the curry really slowly and then I started to just woof it down and then all my mates said you're eating it too fast and then I hobbled to the toilet and I and I fell over and then I got a really sore knee and I couldn't go to work the next day then I'm calling people and I'm drunk and James goes I know this story and he goes and this guy Jake goes uh what he goes yeah i know this story and this didn't happen to you this happened to my friend will and then jake goes 
Um, oh, uh, no. Did I say me? Oh, sorry. I meant to say, I meant to say it happened to a friend of mine. And James said, no, you didn't. You've just told the whole story for 20 minutes and got the whole room laughing over not your story, your story. And then he called me and said, you've been catfished. You've been cat story. You've been- Oh my God, someone's stolen your gold. Stolen, stolen my gold. But uh, the audacity to do it in a, such a close-knit circle. Yeah. Like, like, it'd be like you, like you telling the story and then someone in your uh, English group over here yeah. started telling the story about you. I think you've forgotten this, but someone else knew you and was there that night and told me. What? Yes. we. I met someone and I can't think of the top of my... It might have been... Maxwell, my neighbour, who was there that night at Curry Club because he played rugby, and yeah. we went on Instagram, uh, Facebook. One mutual friend would also went. He did some weird stuff at Curry <laughs> night, <laughs> and I told him you went, and I met him, and you, yeah, the reputation precedes you that you had this night. And I'm pretty sure it was him, but it was somewhere. Went and I was like, that sounds exactly <laughs> like him. But well, he was he was topless. That's him. <laughs> There you so, go. so, so no, it's travelled round. It's travelled round. It's sort of the story of, of uh, the travelling catfish story of, of so William Austin the Curry Club. Um, also, if, not one to like. If I'm telling a story, I'd like probably more to pick myself up than I went out and I threw up on myself, <laughs> shat myself, broke my knee. Like, <laughs> and are you single or <laughs> like? Hundred percent. Yeah. But, oh, um, good. Uh, yeah. Hobbling through, not being able to catch taxis. It's not really. Yeah. Not. It doesn't cover you in glory, but I love <laughs> that through co- all co- of the Yeah. Coming. Corey, um, what what I do love just like to start trying. I tried three times very tonight, good, and we finally good. got he's five on, out of ten. Um, what I love, uh, even despite all of that, the thing you still miss about the UK is curry. Like it's you've had a bad experience. <laughs> still one of the things I miss, and still one of the things I'd never like to recreate here. No, agree. Well, that pretty wraps us up this week. It does. If you've enjoyed the show, or you have any comments? Make sure you'll probably just reach us uh, us directly. <laughs> we know you. If you would like to reach us on our socials, Oliver, what are they called? Um, you. Okay, UK. We didn't do that. Underscore. Um, like, subscribe, yes. share it. Tell some people. We, um, and we... give us some feedback. Am I a bit loud? Is Ollie a bit soft? Story of his life. <laughs> um, is there reasons that you'd want to listen to the show? Or is there a reason why you'd never want to listen again? Give us all. We're, we're, we're happy to hear it. Yeah, we won't take it on board, but we're happy to hear it. <laughs> Thanks so much, and we'll catch you. We've already got it locked in next Thursday. Next Thursday. We had a week off last time, blame Will, and sorry for all those angry listeners. <laughs> he was moving house. Oh, um, but we're back again, so two and eight days. Two and eight days, and then there'll be one the following week as well. Oh, how good. Speak peace and love. Peace and love. You're okay, you're okay, you're okay, UK. You're okay, you're okay, you're okay, UK. Okay,